This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week we're going to the violentest place on earth. Yes, the violentest place on earth. We are all going to Texas. I mean... Uh, I don't know, not. man. I, I was going to say Florida. <laughs> Florida? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, some people would say Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Let's get off that topic. We Yeah. But we are but we are still going to go to the most violentest place on earth and we'll we'll fill you in on why. Yeah. Um, also, uh, or maybe it's the happiest place on earth. Who could, knows? Could be the happiest place place <laughs> on earth where nothing can possibly go wrong. I mean, possibly go wrong. That's the first <laughs> thing that's ever gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, we're we're 100 and 100 and like 6 episodes, 110 <laughs> episodes in, and this is the first time anything's ever gone wrong. I feel like that's a good It's a good Good run. Yeah, good rate of success. Yeah, although we've had uh, minor recording issues in the past, so <laughs> I could definitely say things have gone wrong ever, yes. so, ever so slightly. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to this episode and talking about it. Uh, it is uh, up there probably top 10 for me for episodes. Uh, but this week, we are talking about Season 6, Episode 4, Itchy and Scratchy Land. And there is a ton of Disney references, a ton of movie moment references. A lot of meme references. A lot of memes, some good quotes. Uh, So uh, let's dive right into it. Uh, This aired October 2nd, 1994. So we're coming up on uh, Treehouse of Horror 4? Is it uh, 4? 5, I think. Is it 5? It is 5. Five. Uh, recap, Bart and Lisa ask their parents to go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, where they get attacked by robots. <laughs> Not dinosaurs, as the no. uh, island, <laughs> island would suggest. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, they are they are going to go to the uh, it's so weird. It's like, I, I love it, but it's so weird that, but you it, know what the reference is, though. Well, I get the reference, but it's so weird that you pull into a parking lot. And then you have to go onto a helicopter to get to Itchy and Scratchy Land, but then you walk through the gates in the forest. It's so weird. It's it funny, is. but it is so weird. I think it would have been cooler if okay, you got you got the Itchy and Scratchy Land. You pull into the park, yeah. you like go into the park, but then yeah. there's a part of the park that takes you to another park. That's this. That would have been, I think, a little cooler. And it's kind of like, that's kind of like Disneyland. Exactly. I mean, it is, it's, it is, but it isn't because at Disneyland and even Disney World, you have to walk to the different like park. Yeah, exactly. But, but flying, flying in a helicopter to another park would be fucking awesome. That would be great. Uh, chalkboard this week. Um, I am not the reincarnation of Sammy Davis Jr. Was uh, Bart trying to do some blues? I have no was idea. He, was he trying to be Bleeding Gums Murphy? 
I have and, no idea. And Edna took that as being Sammy Davis Jr.? I have no idea. <laughs> was Sammy but, Davis Jr. blind? Uh, he had one good eye, if I remember correctly. If I remember the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song correctly, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. had one good eye. Okay. And he was also uh, fully Jewish? I think he was fully Jewish. Part was pretending to be Jewish? I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't. He was, maybe he was pretending to be a pirate and Edna took that as Sammy Davis Jr.? I don't know. Kind it's of, a weird Kind of racist, Bart. You really okay. should watch yourself. Yeah. Uh, the couch gag this week. This is a great couch gag. The family, the family materializes on the couch as if they were being beamed down from the original Star Trek or Starship Enterprise from Star Trek. Why does it have to be the original? It could be any. The technology exists. Because according to the book, according to the book, it says original. Um, well, don't forget this is 94. Yeah. So there's Star only the there's only the one Star Trek show. When did uh, Next Generation come out? Uh, Next Generation came out. Uh, Next Generation... Star Trek. Star Trek The Next Generation came out in, oh, 87. Yeah, Well, no, Star Trek The Next Generation was the original TV show, wasn't it? No, there was Star Trek back in the 60s with William Shatner. What are you talking about? I don't know anything about Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying Star Trek came out in in the 60s with William Shatner. Yeah. They, They got beamed back and forth. Oh, by the way, this is the third series in the Star Trek franchise. The second sequel to Star Trek, the original series. Yeah, so there there was a lot more beaming going on. Plus, the technology existed to beam from planet to ship to anywhere. So any ship within the... the uh, also, the, you, you're, you're right. The 60s, the first season was 1966. Yeah, exactly. So the, the beaming could have been from anywhere. Well, I think the beaming started in Next Generation, didn't it? No, it's, it was available in uh, the, the 60s. The original? Yeah. Uh-oh. That's how they got around. On and off planets. But did they ever show them getting beamed? Yeah. Go watch some more Star Trek. Go watch some old <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> okay. All right. So this week, Bart and Lisa start off by watching Itchy and Scratchy on their wonderful TV. And this week... It is the last traction hero, (laughs) which is a reference to the last action hero with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. (laughs) If you guys have never seen it, it is currently on Netflix. Go check it out. Ooh. Uh, Scratchy is working out in his uh, gym, getting all buff. I mean, he got buffed pretty quick. I mean, yeah, I he like did like three three pumps of the barbell, and he yeah, was like jacked. I wish I could be a be a scratchy on that one. That would be great. Right? Uh, but he buffed up, starts flexing for Itchy, which I you know would have been funnier if he was flexing for like girl kitties. Yeah, in the gym. like he's you know showing off, being yeah. a big tough kitty, and then Scratchy or Itchy comes by and starts poking him, but. Uh, Itchy kind of kind of imagines, oh, he's big and buff. He's like a balloon. Like it balloons pop, yeah. and then he goes and pokes uh, Scratchy in the chest, and he's like, ha 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 ha! You can't hurt me. And then Scratchy immediately pokes him over his entire body, and yeah. he starts to bleed heavily. And he sits down, all like obviously like running out of blood, blood. <laughs> and so Scratchy uh, Itchy comes back with a chainsaw, 
uh, saws off his biceps and pectoral muscles. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then then Itchy and Scratchy kind of break from the scene. Oh <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like okay, folks. Um, we're gonna here to tell you about a new theme park that's the wildest place on earth. <laughs> and uh, they say it's opening weekend for the for Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yes. So, I I mean, shouldn't this have been probably announced like before a week before the <laughs> like? Well, don't Bart, forget. Come don't, on, don't Bart, for- I feel like Bart and Lisa would have known about this like a year or two in advance. Well, so here's the thing: it's crusty themed stuff. But why? And so. so- it's and so be- weird that this is obviously like a a national, you know, get together like yeah. like Disney or Universal Studios. Yeah. Like it's a national thing. I didn't think Krusty the Clown Show was was national or Itchy and Scratchy in general was was a national. Why well, wouldn't it be national? You I just guess. assumed it wasn't national. I know everything's tied to Springfield. I, I I didn't assume that everyone in the United States or the world, obviously, because <laughs> we'll get to this at the end. But the entire world yeah. seemingly knows about Itchy and Scratchy. Well, they know about it. They just don't care about it. I guess. Um, so well, again, it's a parody. Again, a lot of this stuff is a parody of Disney. Yes, but it's so. it's just kind of funny to think about. Like, okay, I thought Itchy and Scratchy was just, you know. I mean, I guess Bozo the Clown kind of had a similar yes. thing. Yeah, and but Bozo the Clown was all over America. It was, yeah. I guess it, I guess Krusty the Clown could be... I, I just didn't think of Krusty the Clown as a national... Now, I wonder I wonder if Itchy and Scratchy is just on other clown shows around America then. Well, it's also possible that Krusty is syndicated and they just show it all over the place. Well, maybe... But I just and they just film it in Springfield. I guess so. I guess it's I a television never, show. I just never thought about Krusty the Cl- the Krusty the Clown show like that, and it never made it seem like it was you know even like when they do the Itchy and Scratchy uh, uh, with Marge, Itchy and Scratchy yeah. versus Marge, everything was consolidated to Springfield. It didn't seem like it was getting I, national news. I also think that. Earlier episodes, because they, I mean, they went places oh, in yeah. earlier seasons, but I think they wanted to make it more just consolidated to Springfield. And then I think the Simpsons creative team realized, oh, this show, we're going to do a little bit longer. So let's open up the world a little bit. So I think that's why you get the feeling that, oh, everything's just tied to Springfield. Yep. But I also think... You, you also have to look at it, too, of the perspective that, oh, yeah, older Simpsons, they thought maybe they are going to do, like, five, six seasons. And then Fox is like, here is 30 billion more seasons. Open <laughs> yeah. the shit up. So I think this is them realizing, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be on a lot longer. Let's open up this, you know, to the entire world. And so, like, that, I think that's the, the deviation of, of the, the line of thinking that you're at. Gotcha. So uh, the opening weekend, they're cutting ticket prices in half, you know, instead of yeah, charging we, full price for for opening weekend. Yeah. Like, I, they, did did they not get the? Uh, well, here, well, see, okay. there, there, there it is. They didn't get the draw that they thought they were going to get. Now I have a question. So they say opening weekend. They don't say grand opening. They say right. They never say grand opening. 
Um, yeah, I, that they, I don't know. But I mean, do they say did. or did they say new theme park? Yes, it was a new new theme park. Yes. Okay, it was new. Okay, yep. because because like I hear opening weekend and I think oh like opening season. week yeah like it's they're opening for the season. But if they said nope, a nope, new theme new, park, new, they said a new theme park. Yeah, you're right. The advertising on this is crap. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they opened it's a brand new theme park. So not only does Bart and Lisa not know about it. Yeah. I mean, they knew more about Duff Gardens than they knew about it in Scratchy Land. But uh, so opening weekend, obviously advertising sucked because they yeah. didn't have a much of a draw. So like, oh, come to opening weekend. And the funny thing is, is, we'll get this even farther down the line, but they actually have to drive to this shit. Yeah. So like they're learning about it now and they have to convince Marge and Homer that they have to go like literally right now. They, like, yeah. Marge obviously is a homemaker. Homer apparently isn't going to take off of work. They're just going to up and go. But anyway, so back to the back to where we're at. So they're yeah. cutting ticket prices in half. And instead of cutting the sign that says half price tickets, Itchy just stabs Scratchy in the head with a pair of scissors. <laughs> and uh, Scratchy pulls out his brain. And he just kind of sits there and drools and talks because he has no brain. Yep, he has no brain. And yep. so Krusty tells the kids to listen to the talking rat and go <laughs> ask their parents to go to the theme park. And Krusty says, ah, you won't miss anything because I'm just going to be reading a grown-up newspaper. <laughs> it's just a horse a horse racing thing. Yep. And so uh, Krusty looks up, go tell them now. <laughs> ah. uh, the, honestly, I'm, I'm very impressed with that because, like, with commercials, a lot of, like, commercials are geared like especially ones for like toys for kids are obviously geared towards kids so that they'll go ask their parents because if a parent sees a commercial they're like i'm not gonna buy that for my kid but if the kid will you know as what barn lisa are about to do you know try to convince their parent to buy it. like i don't think we really ever did that as kids no. we would see a commercial and we because well i think my, our mom drilled it into our heads that she wasn't gonna buy us anything yeah pretty much but like i don't know i like usually, like when Six Flags usually came up, I think it was usually her idea, wasn't it? Uh, yes, but we weren't really allowed to go until we did that six hundred minute reading club thing. That was that kind is, of the big thing. Like, if you want yeah. to go to Six Flags, that's how you're going. Until we Which, were able to buy season passes ourselves. Yeah. Um. um but uh, yeah, so Lisa and uh, Bart race <laughs> to the kitchen, or race to Homer, who is uh, apparently just reading a Bible. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, remember how you said that going to Itchy and Scratchy Land would be too damn expensive? Oh, everything's too damn expensive <laughs> these days. Look at this Bible I just got. 15 bucks. And talk about a preachy book. <laughs> Everybody's a sinner. And then he points to a page. Except this guy. Except for this guy. I, I would have loved if the Bible had... Like the Bible he was reading had like a $15 sticker on it, but it said property of Ned Flanders. Yeah. See, that's even better. That would have been better because yeah, Homer is like, yeah, this Bible is 15 bucks, but then it would have shown he clearly stole it from Ned. Yep. And Bart's like, but now Itchy and Scratchy Land is cutting ticket prices in half. Can we go, dad? Can we, can we, can we? Take it, Lise. Can we? And then Homer's like, no, 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 no. Go ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, 
I don't, did our parents really ever do that to us? Where like, we would ask dad for something and he'd be go ask mom. No, I feel like, no, it'd be the other way around. I feel like we'd ask mom if we could do something and she'd say no. And so we go to dad and dad'd be like, oh, sure. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we really ever did that though. I don't don't really remember doing that. No, we were. Cause usually, usually if we asked our mother and she said, no, that was the end of it. Yep. So Lisa and Bart go tell their mom. It's like, hey, we're going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. <laughs> like, like Homer said yes. Yeah. And Bart says no. Uh, we've already planned our vacation to the Highway Nine Bird Sanctuary. <laughs> oh. And you just see their look on their faces, like, what are you talking about, <laughs> Bird Sanctuary? Yeah. And March says uh, that they installed a new feeder that is shaped like a diner on a really long pole. And the kids just look at her again like, what Come are you talking about? I, I've had that look on my face a few times when mom's like, oh, we're going to go do this. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? All right. We got our first meme moment coming up. Okay. Um, so Lisa pulls a wagon holding a seemingly dead Bart into Marge and Homer's bedroom. And he's like, mom, dad, Bart's dead. Homer and Marge like gasp sitting up and then Bart quickly sits up. That's right. Dead serious about going to itchy and scratchy land. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like it. At least like, you know, itchy and scratchy land isn't just for kids. They have a place called parents Island. Yeah. Dancing, bowling, fashionable shops, over 100 bars and saloons and a world-class chemical dispendency center. <laughs> what is a chemical dependency center? Rehab. Oh, uh, okay. That makes and then, sense. And then Homer takes the pamphlet. He's like, oh, TV town, hammock land. And Marge's like, ooh, recipe-related bumper cars. <laughs> so so thinking about this, it's really weird. Like, I was actually – so me and, me and my wife uh, just went to – we took our kid to Disneyland for the first yeah. time for his uh, birthday – and we almost did this in reverse. We were like, oh, here's all the things I could go on. Wait a minute. We got to find all the things Elliot could go on. Yeah. Like we like we did it like completely in reverse to make sure uh. that going was worthwhile. Yeah. Not that I'm a, I'm a big kid at heart, so I was going to go on that shit yeah. anyway. But it, it's just kind of funny to think about like going to Disney. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. what grown up things are at Disney? And I mean... There's- is there anything? Well, I mean, there's like not adult at, rides, so but at, like at the Disneyland side, yeah. not so much. Okay. On the Disney California Adventure side, definitely. Like the, for parents. Well, well, for older, I mean, older people. I mean, look, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the Spider-Man thing. Um, I guess I'm cars. Well, that's more kids. I mean, that's that's that Pixar. That's more for kids. I guess really Marvel and oh Star. Well, yeah, I say Star Wars. Oh I mean, yeah, Galaxy's many, Edge. How, I mean, how many kids under the age of ten really know Star Wars? I mean, they probably know about it because their parents yeah. are Star Wars fans yeah. and talk about it. Like yeah. my kid knows Baby Yoda, R two D two, C three PO, but he doesn't know the stories. He doesn't know yeah. the, what's behind it. Yeah. So that stuff's more. I would say for more for grown ups. But yeah. you go to Universal Studios and it's almost the exact opposite. You go to mm-hmm. Universal Studios, that stuff's all adult yeah. and almost zero kid. Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot of Universal. I mean, the only thing really for kids, and even this is a little bit maybe not for them, is the studio tour. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I could think about is, well, they have the Despicable Me stuff now. 
Uh-oh. They have Secret Life of Pets. And, but see, even Harry Potter, that's still like 13 plus. Like yeah, taking, Harry Potter is, yeah. You're not taking any kid under the age of 10 to anything the Harry Potter stuff. To be fair, if you're over the age of 40 and you're going on the, uh, not the roller coaster, but the other Harry Potter ride, uh, if you get easy motion sickness, I would recommend not doing it. <laughs> yeah, because you sit in a, sit basically a rocking chair and you yeah, fly you, over, fly over. It's a fun, place. like, because me me and uh, three of my friends, or me and two of my friends went on that ride. Our fourth had to sit out because he was too big for the chair. And we got off the ride. I was fine because I'm usually pretty good with, mo- like, just, like, not, like, spinny motion, but, like, regular motion. We got off the ride. My two friends were just, like, we need to sit down for like 20 minutes because <laughs> they were just so dizzy and like, yeah. All right. So the kids cheer because they think they're going to going to uh, itchy and scratchy land. But Marge yeah. says, uh, hold on. Every time we go on vacation, you end up, we all end up embarrassed. She ends up. Or embarrassed. She, yeah. She ends up embarrassed. And they all get into a big fight, leave more miserable than when they got there. And Homer asks, uh, when were you embarrassed? It's like, remember that time we went to Amish country? <laughs> and then uh, Homer's putting ice cream cones on an Amish guy's head. And uh, he's like, see, Marge, no matter what you do, they can't get mad at you. And then a horse kicks him. <laughs> hey, look, Marge, they're still not fighting back. <laughs> I can be a jerk and no one can stop me. <laughs> yeah. And a ho- horse kicks him. Oh, or, that's or was it a donkey. It was horse? a donkey. It was a donkey. Donkey like back kicks Homer. Yeah. Oh, that's gotta yeah. hurt. Hey, donkeys don't have to be uh be uh, nope. Amish. Nope. They're. I'm pretty sure though. I think if you're Amish, I think you're allowed to fight back if for self defense reasons. I don't know. So I feel like somebody could have punched Homer. No, according to. Uh, According to Weird Al, uh, they can't fight back. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I take, they all, my, the other I take all my knowledge. Yes, I take all my knowledge from Weird Al songs. Uh, I mean, I that's not a bad place to go. So uh, we cut back and Marge is like, uh, what was even worse was their trip to Sandy Beach where Homer wore a shark fin that's to awesome. scare everyone. And this is a, a Jaws reference. You like get the Jaws theme playing over. And then I love how like, so Homer has the fin on the back. He pops up, everybody runs away, and he's like, ha ha, jerks or whatever. And then Bart swims by, and he pops up because he's wearing a fin, and Homer freaks out, and he's like, ah, shark boy. And he, like, runs away. But it's Bart. Oh, it's so good. I want to get my kid. My, my kid is definitely getting one of those fins. Oh, my God. I'm, a totally gonna, I'm totally going to buy one for him. Are you going to buy one for yourself, too, so you can be Shark Man and he can be Shark Boy? Oh, that would be awesome. Good call. And then you can get one for your wife and she can be Shark Oh, she'll, shark just, she'll be like, no, and then run away. So <laughs> uh, so now um, uh, we get Marge explaining that she wants to have a good experience. And she's like, all right, this year I want us to do things together as a family and get lots of exercise outdoors. So we'll have a lot of wonderful memories of our, of our vacation. And Bart's like, don't worry, mom, we'll make you proud of us. And then we cut over to Homer who started packing. <laughs> He's like lobster hat, fishnet speedo junior, oh. wheelie shoes. Homer invis- could not, okay, hold on. I've tried wearing those wheelie shoes. I can't do it. There's no way Homer <laughs> can do it. Uh, yeah, I've never tried them. And invisible dog leash. <laughs> Well, I packed. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, usually, when I pack for vacation, 
I like it depending, like, even if it's like a five day vacation, I normally won't bring a suitcase. I just pack a backpack. Like when I went to California, I packed like, I don't know, six shirts, two shorts, some underwear, and it was good to go. See, see, I like packing things to do in the hotel. So like I'll have my switch, my laptop, my some books. Um, obviously when, uh, Elliot went, we brought a ton of his toys and yeah. so, I mean, we, we, pa- I usually pack when I go on vacations pretty heavily just cause I know at night I'm going to want to do stuff. And since I have a kid, we kind of have to yeah. be in the hotel anyway. So we'll always- see when you spend 12 hours at Disneyland, you get back to your hotel, you're going to just fall asleep. <laughs> I don't Cause know. that's what I did. <laughs> I, I guess I kind of crashed. I guess we kind of threw on some TV after Disney and, yeah. and crashed. Yeah. So now we cut to the family getting ready to leave. And, uh, Marge is explaining to Abe, uh, about giving, uh, an, uh, a bowl of kibble to Santa's little helper. And, uh, you know, and you know, there's snow snowballs also there. My question is why would you have a senile old man, Watch your pets when Flanders is right next door. I yeah, that's I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I know, I know when you guys went to Disney, you had our mom and dad come up and uh, pets sit. See, I let a senile old man watch our pets <laughs> and and woman. <laughs> God, thank God our parents don't listen to this. Hopefully, <laughs> if they if they do, I'm just kidding. Uh... Um, no, I mean, but here's the thing: it's cheaper for you to have mom and dad sit. Oh, dude, pets. dude, putting your pets in boarding is not cheap. No, because like, we, I mean, two pets. Yeah, I, I mean, when growing up, we would do that with our dog. And I don't know how much mom and dad paid for a weekend just to board them up. But Usually, I mean, I mean, obviously inflation, but yeah. for us, it's close to like three, three fifty for a for, week for a week. Oof. I mean, it's insane. On top of uh, on top of our vacation already, uh-huh. I have to give a vacation to our dog and cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, theoretically, you could have just left the cat at home and had a, had a friend go over a couple of days, which we usually just feed do. It. That yeah, we definitely usually do that. Yeah. So, uh, Marge asks Abe if she uh, if if he wants her to write any of the information down, <laughs> and Abe's like, I, "You don't have to. I'm not senile," which he is. Yep. Uh, but as the family drives off, Abe is like, Grandpa's he's like, who's Grandpa's little helper? And then he looks down at the animals. Which one of you is the mailman? So, <laughs> and when when he says mailman, he means like the person who delivers your mail. Yeah. Because when I originally, as a kid, because this was in the back of the mind, when, when originally I saw this and he said mailman, I thought he meant which one of you is the mail? Like, which one of you? Because like. What? Which one of you is the f- kid brain? This was a kid uh, brain moment. Huh. Um, why would he ask which one of them is the mailman? They're because he's a senile <laughs> old man. <laughs> I know. And then I love how the animals just like side eye each other, like, like we're gonna die. Yeah, how are we gonna take care of ourselves? <laughs> oh god, that's okay. They could probably just run away for a week to someone's house and be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we see Homer uh, on the road uh, with kids driving. Um, he, and he's like, okay, guys, let's make a pact. This is going to be the best vacation ever, or we'll all agree to disband and join other families. And all of them were like, agree. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think we've ever had made that pact, but uh, let's, let's say in the back of, I think both of our minds, that's crossed it a little bit. See, Bart would go live with Milhouse. Yeah. Marge would go live with Jacques. 
<laughs> uh, Maggie would live with Marge. Yep. And Lisa would go with... Flanders? Flanders? I don't know. Not Janie. I mean, maybe Allison now. They're, they're kind of friends, right? Yeah, but she doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, so I love how they pass a highway sign that says... Freeway to some other state. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, we don't, because obviously they don't want to give away like what state they're in. Yes. And we'll soon learn as, as we go through this, where the hell the fuck are they? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Helmer tells everyone to fasten their seatbelt. Uh, cause they're like, cause you know, now they're on their way to chain scratchy land and they get on the on-ramp to the highway, and the highway's all backed up because apparently everybody's going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Either that or it's rush hour. And this, yeah. What, is this the first time we've ever seen a highway? Well, what? I think we saw the highway in uh, Capital City. Did we? But this Dancing is the, Homer. But I think this is the first time we learned that the highway is actually right off of the Simpsons' like neighborhood. Because in the Canyon Arrow episode, it's kind of the same thing. They yes. take the Canyon Arrow right off the highway, right to... The Simpson yeah. house. So we kind of learned this episode that the highway is right by the Simpsons house. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Homer's like, oh, not. Don't worry, kids. I have an ace up my sleeve. <laughs> What's his ace up his sleeve? <laughs> Honking his horn. Honking. <sighs> yeah, I don't think that's going to get a, a backed up uh, highway to move any quicker. Um, it, I don't like know. LA. Maybe they're in California. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you know, it's funny. So when I when when my friends and I were in L.A. for Disney Universal, they bitched about the traffic. Now, maybe because I wasn't the one driving. I was like, whatever, I'm you on vacation. To, you have to go to California knowing that's what it is like. That's exactly. Me. I've been to California so many times in my life. Yeah. I, just, I, I mean, it took 45 minutes to get from LAX to Hollywood. Yeah. And it, yeah guess how many miles it is? Like Eleven. Five? Oh, <laughs> 11 miles. Cause like, like my two of my, like the, my three friends were like, Oh, traffic was terrible. And maybe, maybe their expectations of what the traffic was going to be was a Ter- lower. Terrible and normal are two different things. And I was like, I was like, this, like, were we like, were we like stopped here and there? Yes. But like, I've driven through like Milwaukee rush hour is just as bad. I mean, it's not as, I mean, you're not stuck in Milwaukee rush hour for five hours. Yeah. Bad. But, you know, I've driven through it. It's not the the greatest, but like they were bitching and moaning. And I'm like, maybe I set my expectations way too high of what the the traffic jams were going to be. And they set theirs too low. I don't know. I thought it wasn't as bad as they made it out to be. You have to plan Um, it. So with with LA, if you guys have never been, you have to plan ahead quite a bit. Yeah. So now uh, they're driving on the highway and the kids see a billboard that says uh, next Flickies 680 miles, which is like a, a little diner. And then we see another billboard that says 417 miles and then 277 and then 42. And um, so there's a game I actually used to play with some friends when we would drive from Green Bay to Racine because I had some friends who went to Green Bay with me that I met there who also lived in Racine. And anytime we passed a sign that had a mileage to our destination, somebody would yell out the mileage. <laughs> it was to keep us entertained. I mean, it's, it's a boring drive from green Bay to Racine. Um, and so, uh, Bart asks Homer if they can stop at Flicky's and Homer's like, no, because apparently he has to get to itchy and scratchy land. Um, and then they pass a billboard. So they, they pass by Flicky's. Yep. And Bart's like, can we go to Flicky's? And Homer's like, no. 
which I don't know why, because I got to be hungry at this point. Let's say pa- packed road trip snacks, which always pack road trip snacks. Those are the best kind of snacks. Um, and so after they pass the diner, they then pass a billboard that says next Flicky's 25,000 miles. Okay. So here's some fun facts for everyone. Okay. The, the length of the United States across yep. is 2,800 miles. <laughs> okay. 2,800 miles. Okay. North north to south, like if you're driving from Canada down to the farthest tip, which would be of either Texas. Tex- Texas or Florida, either either yeah. one, is 1,582 miles from north to south. <laughs> Where the f- fuck are they and where are they going and how I long think... have they been driving okay so 680 miles okay so if point a is where 680 miles starts you're yeah. driving 10 hours if the speed well if it's 70 miles let's say eight to six to eight hours right yeah well okay so the average the average speed limit is probably well i don't know and on on the two major interstates here in Wisconsin, they're seventy. So if they're going seventy five miles an hour, it would take them approximately nine hours from that point to get to Flicky's. Okay, and most cars, mind you, yes. would have have maximum about four. Well, Simpsons car probably only gets like two hundred miles to the tank or some shit. Yeah, but. A good car could probably get 350 to 400 miles before needing to fill So assume they got to stop twice for gas. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just and, to get and, to Flicky's. And not to eat. Like, God, I yeah. could. I, there is no way I could drive 680 miles before. Dude, yeah. I, can, I can barely drive the 290 miles from my house to your house and not stop to get something <laughs> to eat. I know. This is, oh my God, this is insane. I just want to know where the hell they started and where the hell they're going. I I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, don't obvi- know. I mean, obviously they wind up somewhere in the Midwest because they're driving through freaking cornfields and stuff. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I don't know. What know. The, I don't. It's crazy. Um, and so uh, I love how, again, and this is a weird thing. Well, I guess it's a tollway. So they stop at a tollway and... It's a it's a toll for fruit and ve- it's a fruit and vegetable <laughs> checkpoint. Which in the in the continental United States, you can transport. I believe you can transport fruit and vegetables wherever you want. Yeah, it's just out of country. Yeah, it's just out of country. So, so I don't I don't, th- I don't think itchy and scratchy. Well, okay, remember the next Flicky Flickies is twenty five thousand miles away. So do they? Did they like? Did they? Okay, did they start in like California? drive into fucking Canada and then drive back into the United States. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So, uh, Homer oh, starts. And, and just to let you know, the, uh, um, the totality of earth is only 7,900 miles. <laughs> so unless the next flickies is on the moon, I don't, I don't know where they're going to that next flickies. Oh god. Or maybe it's an animation error and it was supposed to say 2500 miles. Maybe. I I mean it's a funny joke. Don't get it me is, wrong. It's a great joke. Don't get me wrong. 25,000 miles is a great joke. I I laughed. Yeah. I thought it was f- But uh unless they go to the moon, 
Yeah. I mean, you could have said 5,000 miles. You could yeah. have, you definitely could have said something within the realm of reality. Yeah. But maybe the next Flickies is on the moon. I, I don't I know. know. So, uh, so they stop at this uh, fruit and vegetable checkpoint. Homer starts to freak out. And Marge is like, what are you, what are you freaking out for? He's like, Marge, the trunk is full of fruits and vegetables. And he's like, and, and we, he looks down, he has a pamphlet that says smuggled vegetables, the EZ road to success question mark. Um, who is, who is he smuggling fruits and vegetables for fat Tony? I, maybe. Why is he? Ooh. What? Ooh, hold on a sec. What? This might be going into Mexico, but let me, holy crap. Actually, the Simpsons aren't the only TV show to discuss taking fruits and vegetables across state lines. Okay. Frasier is another show that discussed checkpoints on state lines for fruit and vegetables. So is it a real thing? Yeah. In fact, the only state I've encountered with this was in California. Because its uh, agriculture is a huge industry in California, and they want to protect against pests or diseases yeah, that could that be brought sense. from outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. So they're in Cal- so they're in California. They made it all the way to maybe maybe they're going to itching and scratchy lands in California. Then they're crossing California state line. I guess. So they they must have started. They had to start in like Maine. Is Maine the most <laughs> like Maine? Do they like drive through fucking Canada? Is Flicky's in Canada? And then they like jump down and like. Hey, that does sound like a Canadian. Uh, it does. Um, so uh, there's a, a squeaky teenage voice kid at the checkpoint, and the kid asks Homer if he has any fruits or vegetables. And then Homer just freaks the hell out and then just drives through the checkpoint without stopping. And then the trunk, because their car's a piece of crap, like opens up and all these <laughs> fruits and vegetables start coming out. And I was like. Oh my God. It is funny though. So this, this had me thinking. So uh, for any, any of our listeners who are not from Wisconsin or like from like the Midwestern area, there is a brewery in Wisconsin called New Glarus and they make uh, their, their signature beer is spotted cow. It is illegal for any state other than Wisconsin to sell this beer. Ooh, I wonder if there's a spotted cow speakeasy in other states. So funny enough, there is a bartender or a bar owner cr- crossed Minnesota state line into Wisconsin, purchased some spotted cow, brought it back to Minnesota, and got caught caught selling it. In his, bar. I don't know. In his bar, I don't know what happened to him. He probably got a huge fine. But like, so like you know, crossing state lines to like bring other stuff in, like I I I understand it. Yeah, so uh, apparently this is not the first time uh, <laughs> yeah, this the kid, happened. The kid's like, oh, Mr. Whatever, it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's why you don't travel with fruits and vegetables across state lines, folks. Nope. Unless it's bananas. I don't know. Avocados. I can see avocados because those are those are uh, hard to come yeah. by. Yeah. So Homer decides to, you know, let's, let's listen to the radio. Let's get some... Yeah. Uh, other world, uh, yeah, um, you know, information into our brain, and so yeah. they turn on the radio, and it's uh, about all about the seven signs of evil, <laughs> and the evil this, and the evil that. Yeah, and he like switches like to three different radio stations. Yeah. And they're like, 
And now the countdown of the seven signs of evil. <laughs> so they're obviously going through the south now. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, Homer's just either drunk or lost. Because they don't, I, remember, I, GPS didn't exist back then. No. So well, I'm guessing they either printed out MapQuest maps or Yahoo maps and are getting completely lost. Well, I remember printing out the MapQuest maps. Oh, yeah. And I got lost. Those things were horrible. I never got lost using MapQuest. Oh, I have. Well, then you're not good at following directions. No, the MapQuest didn't know what <laughs> uh-huh. the hell they were talking about. Sure. Uh-huh. Same, with, same with Yahoo. Well, Yahoo is pretty bad. I was going to say Apple Maps was very bad at one point because it would drive it people into, into bodies of water. Yep. So the family stops at the uh, Five Corners. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe we stayed in five, in five states long enough. No. <laughs> no. So this is a reference to the four corners uh, of Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico. Uh, is... Yeah, I had to look this up on a map because I couldn't remember. Yeah, so currently there are not five states that all border each other. Nope. So now they're in the ether somewhere. Yeah. Um, One of them is not on Earth anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, so now the kids, you know, are starting to kind of be sleepy and Marge yawns and Homer's like, you know, he's like, I'm not tired where his eyes are just starting yeah. to drift. I mean, how once again, how long <laughs> have they been driving? Well, like it was, it's always been daytime. We've never seen them. We've never seen nighttime. I mean, look, if they went 680 miles, it would have been nighttime at some point. That's nine well, yeah, hours. nine hours. Yeah. Even at, well, I mean, if you leave at seven o'clock in the morning and this is summer, so yep. the sun would be out, uh, that would get you to, so if you left at seven, but it was it summer? To... I thought we decided during, during, uh, episode one where it was the pool thing and it was already yeah. summer that they were going to be more progressive, but they haven't been. No, no. Cause, cause we've had, well, I guess the clip show really didn't count, but I yeah. thought maybe like, okay, so Bart and darkness was summer. Yeah. I felt like Lisa's rival was okay. This has kind of got to be the first half of the school beginning of that school year. Cause diorama drama. Or then, maybe, maybe this is like a, a, a break, a school break. Maybe. Because it is a weekend vacation. Yeah. But it does yeah. seem like it's a summer. A weekend now. vacation. It's taking them five days just to get to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Uh, but, so if you left, even if you left at eight, eight o'clock in the morning, it would be five o'clock at night. So, like, the sun would still be up. Well, this, I would think, would have to be a cross-country trek. Well, obviously. Like, this has to be a cross-country trek. Yeah. And why would they fly? Because they're the Simpsons and they're poor. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and so, you know, Homer says he's not tired and, you know, March says, ah, we should stop at a motel for the night. And then next we see a car that looks exactly like the Simpsons crash into a pole and explode. And then Homer, uh, everyone's up in their motel room. Bar's like, oh, I'm glad that wasn't us. Yeah. Yeah. They did the whole fake out. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I like that. That was great. Yeah. Um, so now they're driving again next morning. Must be they're driving again. And Homer's like, yeah. oh, nuts to this. I'm taking a shortcut. <laughs> it's like, no, Homer, we're going to get lost. Like they're not already uh, lost. Yeah. I have yet to see them pull out a map. Yeah. Um, Homer says, it's okay. Because with modern cars, you can't get lost because of the silicone chips and such. So it's a re- that's a really funny line from 18 years in the past because we have a major chip shortage, which means cars can't be made. Yeah. And also, um, I'm pretty sure those older cars, you could still get lost because 
I, I don't I don't think many cars from the early nineties had like GPS None tracking of them. them. Did. Yeah. Well Garmin's didn't even exist yet. You no. didn't even have Garmin's for your cars. Yeah. Like nothing existed besides maps and printing stuff off the internet. Like that yeah. was that was literally it. Yeah. Um and so after the shortcut, uh the Simpsons family car has no roof. Nope. That's it. They they, they go completely off road. Yeah. Uh, there's a missile labeled U.S. Army sticking out of it. <laughs> so apparently they went through Area 51. Yeah. And uh, there's a banner with the word homecoming hanging off the back. So they drove through a homecoming dance that was held in a barn. Maybe. So they, they yep. drove through like cornfields. Yep. One of the tires was replaced by a wagon wheel. My <laughs> assumption is they stopped for gas or something. Someone stole their back wheel and they had to replace it with something. Yeah. And a pedestrian crossing sign is wrapped <laughs> around the fender. Uh, where, how, what, what incarnation? And then I love the fact that they literally roll into Itchy and Scratchy <laughs> Land after this shortcut. Because <laughs> they're finally there. Yeah. Um, and then Homer's like, let's never speak of the shortcut again. Uh, I love this line because it's not the first time we'll hear this. <laughs> let's never speak of this again line. Yeah. And so Homer tells everyone to remember they're in the itchy lot. And, and this is just how... like any parking lot yeah. ever. Like the Brewers Park, like the Brewers parking lot. Remember oh, we're yeah. in lot number two and it's we're... just a giant <laughs> section of lot two. Well, I love the fact that like Homer is like, we're in the itchy lot. And then they pan over to show the scratchy. scratchy <laughs> like I remember, well, there was times when we went to Six Flags. I remember there was a couple instances where we couldn't find uh, the car for yep. good 20 minutes. Yep. Because the lot that we were in was like 50 rows. Yeah. Um, I do like now. Uh, so I've gone to a few baseball games with, with our parents and uh, where they usually, when they get there, they try to get there early enough where they can park next to the road, like to the exit. And then there's just a row and you just look for the number and you already know where you are. Yeah. 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 No, that's it. They've, it parking's definitely gotten a little bit better than, than in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So now we uh, get another movie moment. We see yeah. uh, the insignia on the helicopter. Uh, it's itchy inside of a red circle, kind of like the Jurassic, basically yeah. the Jurassic Park logo. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. <laughs> I like seeing that. And so now they hop on a. This is where they hop on the helicopter that I mentioned yeah. at the very beginning of the episode. So yeah. it's a parking lot that takes you to a heli. Boy, it must take a long time to get people over to. <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody wants to go to Itchy and Scratchy Lane, and that's why they have to cut their prices in half. <laughs> I don't know how because like for maybe the maybe they maybe they showed it like an ad for Itchy and Scratchy Land to like test a test audience, and like the whole ad was like, "Oh, this is how you get to Itchy and Scratchy Land," and they're like, "No, screw this, we're not going to go." And then like the week before they're going to open, they're like, "Well, we got to get people here somehow." Yep. And so the the pilot welcomes <laughs> them to Itchy and Scratchy Land, where nothing can possibly go wrong. I mean, I mean, possibly go wrong. This is the first thing that's ever gone wrong. I love how the Simpsons <laughs> kind of look at each other. Yeah. I use that line almost every goddamn day of my life, and I love it. Yep. And so now we see the chopper flying into the theme park, which is another reference to Jurassic Park. Yep. Uh, we get the grand opening. Yep. Um, and they're at the ticket booths, which are bombs. I love that that's touch. That's good. great. It's good. I like that. But yeah, grand opening, man. First yeah. first day of the or first weekend of the park. I'm a, this can't be day one, right? 
It's grand opening. Well, the grand opening weekend. I mean, they don't. You seen? The, have you ever been to a place that has a grand opening? That grand opening signs on the freaking building for like a month. That is true. So <laughs> I don't know if it's day one or not. Yeah. Um, but so they they're looking at a map of the park and they're like, uh, or no, sorry, not, not oh. the map of the park yet. There, uh, there's a sign above the bombs that say rides yeah. not operating today. The head basher, bloodbath, mangler. <laughs> And nurse's station. <laughs> I love that last one. Oh my god, that's such a good too many, joke. Too many people got injured. They have to close the nurse's station. Yeah. Or is that actually uh, a ride? You think it's the nurse actual nurse's station, or is there a ride called the nurse's station? I think it's the actual nurse's station. Okay. That's my thought process. Yep. So Homer goes up to the ticket booth. It buys uh, buys his tickets. He says one adult and four children. Is he including himself in the four children category? No, this, I feel like this is a take on people that would do this going to Disneyland. Like yeah. one, one parent would walk up to the ticket booth and say, oh, one adult and four kids. But that's not where you enter the park. That's just where you. But they weren't, weren't they all in line together? No, they no, were. No, 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 no. Homer just went up by himself to the ticket booth. No, because when the ticket, so this next scene, when the ticket person asks him about purchasing itchy and scratchy money, oh, Bart, Bart, well, Bart well, tells him to Bart. buy it. Well, yeah, it's only Bart. But, okay. So maybe Homer and Bart went up to the thing. But either way, Marge and Lisa and Maggie were nowhere in sight. Maybe. Hmm. But that's also leads me to believe how the hell people would know if you were to just go on to Disneyland.com yeah. and buy one adult and multiple kids passes. It's not I, like they ID you or check your tickets at the gate. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, what's this? Like, to be fair, it's, like, they they always do this thing at restaurants where, you know, you have to be 12 or younger to get a kid's meal. Yeah. Well, I always order my stuff ahead because Shane just wants a kid's meal because she's not hungry. Yeah. And so yeah. I'll order one grown-up adult and two kid's meals. <laughs> it's not like they check. Um, you gotta, you gotta remember to get on it when Elliot's old enough, when it's like 12 or younger eats free and he's 13 to tell, to tell the, the nice man that he's 12. Oh dude, Elliot was, uh, free to get into baseball and hockey games until he was like four. We pretty much had to stop at when he was four because uh, they weren't going to believe that he was, uh, under two. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, I, I think Homer, I, I don't know if people used to do this in the past. If you guys uh, know, or if you had parents that were like. Yeah, there was only one adult. The rest of us were children. I just don't know how they would check. Yeah. And especially in the 90s when everything was actually physical tickets. Yeah. Like, they're just scanning the barcode. There's no technology yeah. to tell whether the tickets. Well, are... even, I mean, even at, like even if they have, like, uh, a sale for, like, a sporting event for tickets, most of those are just on your phone. So, like, if you bought, like, a a child like uh you know kids get in for half price like how do you prove online that you actually have a kid exactly no that's exactly my point right. and even like this day and age since everything's online you could buy senior citizen tickets it's yeah. not like they're gonna check you at the gate like the only places that they would really check you for like senior citizen or military discount or like retail stores no no no. i get that but like if yeah. you're buying any form of tickets it's not printed on the ticket no i know so i i just don't know how anyone these days would even know yeah i'm just gonna buy four kids tickets yeah <laughs> uh so the ticket person asked homer if they like to purchase itchy and scratchy money 
and this has to be based. I think they had Disney bucks back in the day, didn't they? You might be right. I feel like this, this is ba- this is definitely based on theme park cash. Yep. And uh, she's like, "Oh, it's it's fun." I was like, "Oh, if it's fun." And he's like, eleven hundred dollars, please." Uh, because it's fun. And and, uh, they, and they go into the park and nowhere accepts itchy and scratchy money. So here here's my here's my problem with this is that there is no way that any theme park obviously it's a joke and I get the joke, but like no theme park is gonna be like, here, get our theme park money, knowing full well nobody inside takes it. Yeah, that'd be that's a scam, and I'm pretty sure that would be grounds to sue. Ooh, actually, so Disney dollars are actually highly collectible. As Disney oh. stopped printing the money, the dollars have now become very valuable. Certain prints are and series are worth more based on rarity. The Interesting. Disney, the Disney $5 Mickey Mouse bill from the 1980s is a rare item, for instance, and will sell for far more than $5. <laughs> what, 20 I guess, but <laughs> I it doesn't seem like Disney dollars are a thing anymore. I mean, no, they're not. At this, at this point, it'd be kind no. of dumb to do that. Yeah. But but yeah, back I knew it was a real thing. Yeah. And so yeah, bills are redeemable for goods and services at Disney yeah. theme parks and Disney cruise ships. Yeah. So now it's now it's lunchtime, and they go get food at Tavern on the Screen, which is a reference to Tavern on the Green in New York Central Park. Although I don't think they have to run through a mouse trying to chop you up getting <laughs> yeah. into the restaurant. You want you want to hear you want to hear one more fun fact? Sure. Uh, the the Disney Bucks actually had uh, microchipping in them Weird. To, for for counterfeit. To, there was a uh, Disney uh, dollars were created with anti counterfeiting features such as microprinting and reflective ink and imprinting on the front and back of the bill. <laughs> wow. Uh, and yes, Disney Bucks uh, and currency stopped being in production May 14th of 2016. Oh, it's so only six years ago? Yep. Wow. But, um, but if you still have them, they are still accepted. So, yeah, they go to Tavern on the Screen. Scream. And they all run through the, the, the big shopping knife. Uh, Marge is like, I don't like all this violence. <laughs> and Bart's like, it's just fake violence. It's beneficial for children. And I love how Bart kicks Lisa, who then turns around and punches Bart. And then I love how, like, they like they they pan up to Marge, who's like, eh. But, like, Maggie's got, like, the, the boxer stance going on in Marge's yeah. arm. Oh, God, I love that. I love that little touch. It's a great touch. Um, and so, you know, Marge is annoyed by it. And a park spokesman comes from out of nowhere. Yep. And he goes, there's no need to murmur, ma'am. Here at Itchy and Scratchy Land, we're just as concerned about violence as you are. That's why we're always careful to show the consequences of deadly mayhem so that we may educate as well as horrify. Marge, Marge is like, when do you show the consequences? On TV, that mouse pulled out that cat's lungs and played them like a bagpipe. But in the next scene, the cat was breathing comfortably. And the park salesman's just like in real life. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yep. Oh, uh, and then I love how the spokesman's like, "Hey, look over there!" And like they all look, and he runs away. Oh, that's great. So now we get the family ordering food at Tavern on the Screen, and Bart's like, "I'll have a brain burger with extra pus, please." Marge's like, "Bart," 
And Homer's like, eyeball stew. Marge's like, Homer, we just got here and I'm already mortified beyond belief by your embarrassing behavior. <laughs> and Bart um, goes, oh, I was just ordering a cheeseburger, Mom. They have violent names for everything here. And Marge is like, oh, I see. All right. Mm, I'll have the baby guts. I love the waiter. Lady, you disgust me. Oh. And Lisa's like, Mom, that's veal. Why, why? why would that even be on the menu? Especially if it's like, disgu- like I love veal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Veal's amazing. I don't care that it's baby cow. I'll eat the shit out of that. Oh, I like baby cow and big cow. I like yes. all forms of cow. I'm not discrimination <laughs> about the age of cows. <laughs> uh, but if, but okay, if the waiter doesn't even like it, why the hell is it even on the menu? Yeah, that's that was a really weird... And, and Lisa's not even a vegetarian yet. Like if, yeah. if Lisa was a vegetarian, I think it would have been better. Yeah. But she's not even a vegetarian yet. No. Like, it would have been better. Okay, Baby Guts, I would have equated... I thought... Now, I think there's another Simpson episode. Oh, no, that was the uh, Barnacle Bills episode. Way, uh, Homer's Night Out, where she ordered something, and it was... Uh, eel right or octopus or something well bart ordered octopus that was bart you're right Eric. Yeah. that was bart that ordered that so i thought okay if it was going to be disgusting i think if if baby guts would have been more like eel or squid. like squid octopus something of that nature yeah. not veal. yeah yeah that's i mean that's the joke but it's not a great joke no uh, so then they take maggie to the child care center <laughs> and uh marge asks the worker if maggie will have fun and the worker's like, oh, yeah, the babies love the ballroom. And so she puts Maggie into the ball pit and she just sinks towards the bottom. And then, like, she ends up on the outside up against the glass. And we see all these other babies. That's a very there. deep, unsafe ball pit. Very much so. <laughs> very I mean, I like a good so. I like a good ball pit as the next person. Yeah. But even that, I wouldn't even want to be a dude if I. I would not go into a ball pit if my foot could not touch the bottom of the ball pit. Yeah. So now um, they're looking at a map of Itchy and Scratchy Land, and we see Torture Land, Explosion Land, Searing Gas Pain Land, and Unnecessary (laughs) Surgery Land. And if you guys don't know, Itchy ties up Scratchy and feeds him chili in the illustration for Searing Gas Pain Land. So it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Um, And so uh, Homer's like, oh, look, it's the 12 noon robot parade. Hurry up or we'll have to wait for the 1205 parade. (laughs) And I I think I I think that's a parody of the Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah, but they didn't come by that quickly. Usually the parades are every like half hour, hour. But have, have you ever had those friends that say 12 noon? I hate those people. I don't think I've ever set, heard anybody use the words 12 noon. Oh, I have. Besides I Homer. mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you would either just say noon or 12 p.m. I know. But I've actually heard people say 12 noon. And I'm like, no, just say one or the other, damn it. What do you say, 12 midnight? <laughs> uh, okay, good call. Next time someone, someone says that, I'm asking if they say 12 midnight. <laughs> Um, so now we see the parade and we get walking bombs and sticks of TNT. And, uh, there's also a little baby. Uh, oh no, we'll get to that in a second. As well as robotic itchies and scratchies who, uh, well, uh, there's two that shoot each other with like, uh, uh, mini machine guns and they hit each, uh, and, and also ones that hit each other with mallets. 
And when that happens, like blood squirts out of them onto the crowd and the crowd is like, yay. Cause it's, you know, squirty. Yep. It's, it's, it's fun. Um, and Bart's like, this parade is so much like my dreams. It's scary. <laughs> this is the dreams of his par- or parade of his dreams. Yeah. It is a little scary. Um, and so I love, I love this part. So there is a itchy mascot driving a steamroller with a, uh, I guess like a, what do you call it? Like a sticker of scratchy on the roller. Yep. That was good. That's a good touch. Uh, I like that. I like that. Um, and then, uh, we get animatronic axes that are like walking because they're robots. Uh, and there's a little baby axe. Oh, it's so cute. cute. Yeah, it's cute. But it also is probably very sharp and dirty. <laughs> and the park spokesperson appears out of nowhere again to tell Marge that the axe, yes, is probably dirty, but it's not dangerous because the robots are programmed to attack each other and never the guests. <laughs> and so we get an itchy that looks at a scratchy and identifies it as scratchy. And uh, its objective is to kill it. And then it turns its head and scans the Simpsons and identifies them as humans and not to hurt. And I like the little display screens you see through the robots, kind of like Terminator-esque. Yep. Which is a nice touch. I like that. And so uh, I love, so after the itchy identifies the Simpsons as humans, it takes off its hat, like the top of its head to show all the circuitry. And Marge points it out to Homer and is like, see, Homer, that's why your robots never worked. Oh, my God. That was so good. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love that. And yeah. so so now they go on their first ride. They've been here for how long? They had lunch. They haven't been on a ride yet. I mean, maybe they got there at like 11. God only knows how long that uh, yeah. shortcut yeah. took. Yeah. Um, so they go on a log ride, which starts out, oh, so nice. And then drops down a giant hill as they are shot at by arrows and cannons. And they just stop short of getting their eyes poked out by uh, spikes. Now, I I would hate to have been Marge sitting in the front. Yeah. And not Lisa, because the spikes definitely would have. Maybe you have to sit shortest to tallest. That's one of the stipulations for riding. But here's the weird thing is Marge and Homer are sitting in the same seat. No, they're just doubled up, kind of like Bart and Lisa are kind of sitting in each other's laps. No, I thought I thought Bart and Lisa had their own seats, and Marge and Homer were sitting in the same in the same spot. Although looking at the picture, it looks like they all have different seats. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe the animation is just weird. Yeah, and so then they go down another water slide thing, and you see the log getting sawed in half. And then they just land on mattress pads just, just happen to be lying right below the. Well, yeah, that's the point. The The log gets sawed in half. You jump off onto mattresses to save yourself. <laughs> Apparently that that definitely does not seem like a safe ride. No, no. And, no, and no. as much of a non-safe ride as it is, uh, Marge and Homer suggest that they, you know, separating, they go to Parents Island <laughs> and then they, they'll say to the kids, oh, we'll meet up later. And then you see Bart and Lisa in the background back on the log ride again. <laughs> well, they enjoyed it. Yep. I mean, how many uh, logs do you think this ride goes through in a day? I mean, maybe maybe it's not really getting sawed. And, like, what happens is the bottom kind of has, like, latches on it. Uh, and it just pulls apart. Okay. All right. And it puts back together when it's done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's not really getting sawed in half. I don't think so. I think it would I mean, cost maybe too much it is. To keep, it would cost too much to keep replacing all these. Uh, yeah. Locks. 
Yes. The place would not be able to stay in business. No. And so now Marge and Homer go to Parents Island and they go to Itchy's 70s Disco, which was established in 1980. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't this brand new? Wouldn't it have been established in 1994? I mean, maybe there is an itchy 70s disco like <laughs> bar and they migrated it onto the island. Maybe. And so Marge puts out, points out that the bartender <laughs> looks so they're like, oh, this looks great. Because Homer's like, oh, my God, it is the 70s right <laughs> yeah. down to what was it? The lights or something. Yeah. And, and Marge is like, oh, even the bartender looks like John Travolta. Yeah. Looks like. <laughs> which it, which is implying the fact that he is actually John Travolta. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. that. I mean, John Travolta really didn't do much after Greece. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Was that at no? Was that after or before Greece? I'm pretty I don't sure know the order of it. I'm pretty sure that was after Greece. Okay, so he did that, and then he did Face Off, and then not much. Wasn't he in The Punisher? Uh, he was, I don't think he was in the Punisher. Wasn't he in the Punisher? Maybe it wasn't John Travolta. I thought it was John Travolta in the Punisher. Apparently he also did some music stuff. Oh, that's from, uh, never mind. That's, that's from Greece. <laughs> oh, he did hair. Well, oh, he's on some, uh, albums cause he did some, you know, singing cause he was in Greece and uh, a couple other musicals. Uh, he was also in Carrie. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, you are right. Saturday Night Fever came out the year before Grease. Yep, that's what I thought. Um, he did Staying Alive, which I believe was a sequel, wasn't it? I have no idea. Uh, his next big thing was Look Who's Talking in 1989. So yeah, he kind of went So after from, 19, yeah, so after that. He, he went like went 11 years un- <laughs> until he started, you know, picking up again. God, he did three Look Who's Ta- Look Who's Talking movies. Yep. God, and then, then he he went on a good run though. He had Pulp Fiction, Get Shorty, uh, Mad City, Face Off, The Thin The Thin Red Line. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot of stuff. But yeah, in the from seventy from from Greece until uh, what did I say? Look, Look who's, who's talking. talking. Uh, I mean, he was in movies. Don't get me wrong, but I don't nothing, think nothing they were big. as big. Like, have you ever heard of Moment by Moment? No. Urban Cowboy? No. Blowout. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> All right, so Bart and Lisa wind up at the gift shop, and amazing. Um, oh, yes. Bart's like, cool, personalized plates. Barkley, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on, Bort. Uh, and then a kid comes running up and he's like, oh, mommy, 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 can I get a license plate? Uh, or buy me a license plate. No, come along, Bort. And then a man standing nearby looks at her. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so when I was in L.A., my friends and I stopped at this car museum and they had a little gift shop and they sold license plates for I think there's a Back to the Future one. An Ecto one, uh, Ecto one one, and a Bort license plate, which I bought for Steve. Yep. Now, did you happen to go in the gift shop in Simpsons Land at Universal, or did you kind of stay away from that? Uh I stayed away from that. Okay, I was just wondering if they had Bort license. I'm sure they had to have Bort license plates there too. 
I mean, they really didn't. I'm trying to remember Universal. Like, they had a couple shops in Universal, but nothing like gift shoppy. Like, they had a Quickie Mart. Yeah, I thought the Quickie Mart was a gift shop because I remember buying things in there. Yeah, I don't really remember seeing like an, a gift shop gift shop. I wonder if they, I want see what would have been funny is if you go into that gift shop and to see if they have BART license plates. <laughs> it would be funny if they didn't. If they I had know. like a spot, like if they had a spot for it, but never actually sold BART license plates. That would be great. That'd be a great touch. I'd like that. Yeah. And so, you know, Lisa's looking at the stuffed, stuffed animals, because obviously all, all amusement parks have the stuffed animals for characters. And she's like, yeah. who are these characters? Well, you're probably too young to remember the short-lived Itchy and Scratchy and Friends Hour. They had to come up with some friends. There's Disgruntled Goat, <laughs> Uncle Ant, Klu Klux Clam. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they weren't very funny. I don't know. Disgruntled Goat had his moments. <laughs> uh, Funko, if you're listening, I need these pops uh, minus uh, Klu Klux Clam. No, no, no. All of them need to be made. No. Yes. All of no. them need to be made. It'd be funny if you didn't have the entire collection. <laughs> um, so now we see uh, an itchy and itchy mascot interrupting them to dance for them. Cause yeah. apparently that's what mascots do. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and you know, Bart just stomps on his face <laughs> like, Kah! and then the kids run away. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we head over to TGI mix scratchy's good time food drinkery. <laughs> where it's always New Year's Eve. Now, is is the name of the place a reference to TJ Fridays? Because I feel like it is. Yeah, I would say yeah. it is. Uh, and so Marge mentions to the waiter who brings them champagne that it must be nice to ring in the New Year <laughs> over and over and over. And the waiter's like, kill, kill me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would get super annoying if you worked... At like a themed restaurant like that, where it's like always the same thing over and over again. Yep. Like I, I, I couldn't imagine working there longer than like a month. Yep. And so now Bart, go, Bart and Lisa go to another, uh, not a ride, but uh, I don't even know attraction. 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 It's uh, Laramie Cigarettes presents Itchy's Minefield, and it's yeah. kind of like I would imagine. The explosions aren't real. It's just sound no. effects. And they're yeah. like trampolines that bounce them yeah. from place to place. Yeah. And then now we see Scratchy uh, waving at the kit, you know, waving goodbye. And Bart goes back to kick it on his way out of the ride. <laughs> it's just, you can't resist. I know. Um, and so now uh, the baby's in the ball pit. We come back to Maggie. We haven't seen a lot yeah. of Maggie. Come back no. to Maggie and all the babies. And they're starting to, you know, be able to claw their way out of the ball pit. And the worker's yeah. like, oh, no. The babies are looking bored. All right, let's add more balls. And they add more balls and fill them back in. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's just mean. Yeah. And so now we get the Roger Myers story. And so Bart and Lisa are watching a movie about Roger Myers Sr. who cared about almost all the people <laughs> and people cared about him. Except in 1938. So this is, this is a very... I, I really like this tidbit that they threw in here because... As everybody knows, Walt Disney was a, not a good person. Let's just put it that. Um, and so Walt Disney, Walt Disney was alleged to be anti-Semitic. Uh, and the, the Roger Meyer Sr. creation is a spoof of Walt Disney. 
And uh, Roger Meyer Sr. created a controversial cartoon <laughs> called Nazi Supermen Are Our Superiors. Oh, my God. Um, and so, uh, despite censorship of Disney cartoons in Nazi Germany, Disney's brother, Roy, was acknowledged to have visited Nazi Germany in 1938. And during that time, he gave the Germany Ministry of Propaganda a copy of Walt's 1937 cartoon movie, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, which was acknowledged to have been shown to a private audience of high-ranking Nazi officials at Hitler's private movie theater in Uber, Slo- Uber Salzburg. I almost butchered that name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm glad they kind of touched on that. I do find it hilarious now that they're owned by Disney. Yep. Because this is a super dig at, at, at Walt Disney <laughs> and his... Uh, yeah, he was kind of a dick. Yep. No, I, any anything that uh, reiterates how Fox now owns Disney or Other Disney way Fox, that uh, all the stuff from earlier seasons really <laughs> is kicking them in the ass. I don't care. It's hilarious. Yep. Uh, so now we see that the proudest achievement was a full-length film titled Scratchtasia, which is an awesome reference to the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment of the Disney film Fantasia. And so we see Scratchy chopping up a bunch of itchies uh, who are trying to kill him with axes. And then yeah. they kind of materialize into more itchies, like <laughs> just like the, the brooms do in yeah. uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. And then Scratchy grabs another axe and chops them into like, like dust. dust yeah. And then he breathes really heavily and absorbs all the dust into his lungs then the dust turns into very miniature itchies, <laughs> and they chop his insides up, and then he ages and falls to rapidly. Dust. Yeah, yep. that yeah, was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, pretty much a lot of those shots and the music are exact parodies of the film. Yep, and so I like how Cletus had money apparently to go to the park. Now he doesn't have any kids with him, at least that we can no. see. No, and he's at the park and he's taking pictures of the robots, and uh, the flash causes the robot to malfunction. And uh, yeah. uh, we see the the park the god that park uh, spokesman guy is just everywhere. Wherever you need him to be, yeah. that's where he's at. Yeah. He's like no flash photography, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, uh, we see the nurses station behind Cletus, and also a penny arcade. All games seventy five cents. Although Those I did, were the days. Yep. And I funny enough, I didn't see a sign on the nurses station saying that it was closed. I mean, maybe it was just closed. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, uh, then we cut back to, uh, Bart and Lisa watching, uh, the Roger Myers movie and his next successful movie was Pinocchio, uh, which is a reference to Pinocchio and, uh, uh, Pinocchio is like, you're going to be a real boy. He's like, don't worry, I'll never hurt you. And that's a lie, and he hurts it. He hurts. Uh, uh, what's the uh, Geppetto? Geppetto scratchy. Yep. And stabs him through the eye with his elongated nose that he lied. Yep, that was great. Uh, and then Lisa wonders if this kind of violence has desensitized them. <laughs> and the malfunctioning robot from earlier when Cletus used the flash on it just walks, crashes through the screen, and then... Uh, and Bart and Lisa just kind of look at it and they're like, eh. Yep. And yes, they've been desensitized to violence. As we all have been. Yeah. All right. I, I, I hate for the new, <laughs> I, I really, really don't like the new generation of where they're, I mean, yeah. maybe they'll be desensitized to violence. I don't know, but yeah. 
I, so, as, as us growing up, yeah, I can watch yeah. a horror movie. I can watch pretty much anything now and be yeah. like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So uh, they walk outside and uh, they're like, oh, let's go get ice cream. I think that's what they said. Yep. And Bart walks, uh, Bart and Lisa walk outside and across <laughs> the street, Bart sees uh, Itchy who's dancing. Uh, oh, so you're a ladies man, huh? <laughs> and Lisa, Lisa's like, Bart, don't do it. And so Bart pulls out his slingshot and he opens up, I guess he's wearing a jacket and he's wearing a fanny pack that says little bastard traveling kit. <laughs> they really need to bring that back. Yeah. The little bastard, uh, uh, kits. line kits. Uh, and so Bart takes out a stink bomb and slingshots it into the opening of the itchy mascots costume. And Lisa at this time was to like run away. So she didn't get caught with Bart. Yep. Bart's like, I can do whatever I want and I'll never get caught. And then security comes up behind him and catches him, yep. which they kind of remind me of the first order in star Wars a little bit. Oh, I mentioned it actually a little bit later down when they bring Homer into the thing that they kind of yeah. look like they're wearing Nazi uniforms. That too. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Bart's caught by security and we see security take Bart <laughs> into an underground bunker <laughs> And in the underground control room, technicians monitor activities in the park. And uh, what, technician one goes, mop and bucket man to the exit of the nauseator. <laughs> no, technician two uh, says, we have another jumper on the roof of TGI McScratchies. Now, That's that got to be the, the waiter. The waiter, yeah. I think it's the waiter. And the third technician is like, we need more Bort license plates in the gift shop. I repeat. <laughs> We are sold out of Bort license plates. Oh, oh, I love it. I love that gag now, see, so much. Well, the problem, I mean, obviously the gag's great for, for two reasons. One, obviously Bart doesn't get one. But yeah. two, all the popular names always were out. That's yeah. why I never yeah. had a license plate because Steven, and I don't know if you ever wanted one, but I always I, wanted one. I, I, I probably always wanted one, but I don't think I ever asked for one. I might have had like a Robert I, Keychain. But, like, I recently learned that uh, sometime in the mid, I think it was the mid-70s, that my name was actually the number one name of most popular names. Nice. Uh, and then it was probably only for that year, because I've never met another Robert that's my age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've met, like, a couple. I mean, I've met people who legal name is probably Robert, but, like, they go by, like, Rob or Robbie or Bob. Um and so uh, they drive past the robot repair room and uh, the scientists are taking off uh, the face of one of the robots <laughs> and, and it screams a little bit. It's like, I wish they wouldn't scream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so now we see Bart is thrown into the detention area, uh, area where Homer also is. <laughs> and Homer's like, I'm here for kicking an itchy character in the butt. And Bart's like, yeah, there's no way to resist it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah, their their uniforms kind of look like uh, Nazi uniforms. They kind of speak German a little bit. Yep. Like yeah. they have the German accent. Yep. So I want that's probably a dig also at Walt Disney. Um, so now we see Marge's in the gift shop. Uh, she's like, I want all five T-shirts to say "Best Vacation Ever." PA announcer goes, "Attention, Marge Marge Simpson, your son <laughs> has been arrested," and all the crowd like the crowd gasps. And one of the shoppers like, I'd be terribly embarrassed if I were that boy's mother. And Marge like, she's embarrassed now. And the PA announcer's like, attention, Marge Simpson. We've also arrested your older, bolder, 
fatter son. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that is great. Uh, so then uh, the guards escort Marge into the holding cell to see Homer and Bart. Which is where you can kind of see their uniforms are a little bit more Nazi-esque. Um, and Marge is like, I'm so embarrassed. I wish there was a, I wish there was a hole I could just crawl into and die. And the guards grab her, oh, throw no. in the hole. <laughs> okay, throw her in the hole. Marge is like, no. Oh, please. It was just a figure of speech, which it is. I've said that. I mean, we've probably all said that multiple times throughout yeah. our lives. Yeah. I wish I, there was a hole I could just crawl into and die. And so uh, now we cut back to the, the robot lab and Professor Frink. Uh, tries to warn the other scientists uh, about, you know, the, the robots, you know, um, he says, you've got to listen to me. Elementary chaos theory tells us that all robots will eventually turn against their masters and run amok in an orgy of blood and kicking and the biting with the metal teeth and the hurting and the shoving. <laughs> uh, and that and uh, Frank's comment there about chaos theory Chaos Theory and the Insignia on the Park Choppers, which we already mentioned, are a reference to Jurassic Park. Well, the, to be even more, Dr. Ian Malcolm was talk, the one talking about Chaos Theory. Okay. In the, in the Jeeps, driving uh, driving the kids around when they hit the T-Rex area. And that uh, that's why Jurassic Park wasn't going to hold up, because uh, Chaos Theory basically yeah. said, eventually shit's going to go wrong. Yeah. And as we all learned in Jurassic Park, shit went See, wrong. See, they thought they thought they 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 thought about if they could do it. They didn't think if they should do it. That's right. Um, and so one scientist asked Frank, uh, you know, how long do they have? And uh, Frank's like, oh, by my calculations, we have about twenty four hours. And then immediately the robots <laughs> turn on them. And Frank's like, Frank's like, oh, I forgot to carry the one. Although so I what? 24, 24 he, seconds. Yep. I thought he said I forgot to carry the Y or something. I thought he said one. I didn't want to do the, I, I figured uh, you were close enough. I didn't want to do closed yeah. captioning again. Yeah. And so, you know, Marge and the kids, um, you know, they're walking away with Homer. He's like, I have nothing to say to you, but Marge, I was a political prisoner. <laughs> How are you a political prisoner? I kicked a giant mouse in the butt. Do I have to draw you a diagram? <laughs> so is he saying it's his free speech rights to kick a mouse in the butt? damn straight and no yeah and so all of a sudden we see electricity go out of the park kind of like in jurassic park when the t-rex uh goes through the the fence yeah all the power goes out in the park well that was actually more due to a storm i guess yeah i think the storm storm knocked that out yep and march wonders what's going on and so we see the, all the robots marching in the street <laughs> and uh, they all walking towards the Simpsons and Homer. Where did everyone else go? I mean, maybe the, the park, park closed. closed? Yeah. And they were the maybe. last people in? Or no, I think they were evacuating people. I think, I think like as soon as, so I think maybe it took them a while to get from the underground parking or underground detention center and like. The, the robots turned so they like warned everybody because remember later on yeah. they try to they try to get I guess on the it chopper. was like the last one the last helicopter yeah. out but yeah. yeah so they're they're gone everyone else is just gone and they're just roaming around in the streets yeah. and uh the Simpsons you know are there and Homer's like oh one of these robots is coming <laughs> on to me <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I don't think the robot wants you to be his friend 
and Itchy starts swinging an axe at Homer. Oh, my God. He's like, uh. my hair. You chopped off my hair. Oh, God, I'm ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Yeah, because he's, like, he's like, oh, I think this one's coming on to me. And you see him swinging the axe, and Homer keeps ducking. Yep. And like explaining eventually... what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and oh. chops off his hair. That was great. Yeah. And said, Marge, as they're running away, Marge's like, I knew we should have gone to the bird sanctuary. And we cut to the bird sanctuary where the birds are attacking all the humans, just like in the movie, The Birds. Yep. And so we get another movie moment from birds. And also, this is a very, very huge meme moment. Um, Hans Molman's on the phone uh, and he's like, I need the most, what was it? The most the biggest bird bird house you have. No bag of bird seed. Oh, I need the like bird bell. Like it was like a belt for bird seed, and then he's like, "That's too big." That's too big. So they, they this meme is great. Every time they're like, "Oh, can I get the saddest scene?" And then they show like Free Willy or something. Oh god, like, no, that's too sad. No, <laughs> this is a huge meme. Like anything you could think of, where you're like, "Give yeah. me the biggest," or "Give me the saddest," or "Give me the loudest," whatever it is, it's yeah. probably been turned into this Hans Moleman meme. Oh god, yeah, I love because well, like the movie movement is he's in a phone booth when he's yep. getting attacked by the birds. By the birds, yep, yeah. And so the Simpsons, you know, spot the chopper, yeah, and, and you know they're about to get on when the guy is, uh, hey, you're not, you're the guys who didn't like our capering. When you get to hell, tell them Itchy sent you, <laughs> and he kicks him off the chopper. Yeah, yep. Uh, and so now they're all obviously they're all doomed. And uh, Homer's like, back you robots. Nobody ruins my family vacation but me. And maybe the boy. (laughs) (laughs) And so Uh, Homer starts throwing stuff at the robots, including spare change, a banana, his underwear just rips them right out. Oh, God, how grody are those underwear? And then Homer throws the camera and it hits the ground and the flash goes off, causing some of the robots to malfunction. Yep. And, you know, Lisa tells Homer the Flash wants to scramble the robot circuits. And Homer asks if she's the narrator. Are you the narrator? It's like Lisa just yells. It's like, oh, just keep taking pictures. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Because, like, yeah, that's what you'd see in a movie. Yep. Like the in a narrator. horror movie or an yeah. action movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so then Bart uh, picks up a mallet from somewhere and smashes a window that has, like, cameras in the window to grab more. And then he goes, smashes another window. Smashy, goes, smashy. Smashy, smashy. Because he's Bart. And Bart's just like, I don't know if I approve of that. Uh, and so now the Simpsons fight back by using the cameras, uh, the, the flashes on all the cameras. And uh, Bart tells a mouse in a Schwarzenegger voice, hey, mouse, say cheese. And Bart's like, with a dry, cool wit like that, I could be an action hero, which I believe is also a kind of another reference to last, 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 action, action, last hero. action hero. That's what I yeah. was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, now you see a pile of robots. Simpsons have defeated them all. And Homer climbs out of a pile of them yelling uh, at them to die. And Homer's like, he tries to say the same line that Bart just said. Yeah. And Bart, you know, interrupts him uh, to say, you know, Wow, we you know we really came together as a family. Yep. And Homer's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> uh, and Bart, Bart and Lisa declare that this is the best vacation ever. And Marge <laughs> is like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "You guys are bonkers. We almost got killed. Not to mention all the embarrassment I suffered." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Lisa's like, "Well, Mom, it's exactly what you wanted. 
in a vacation because they it brought them closer together they got a lot of good exercise outdoors and now we have so many memories and marge is like well yeah i guess you're right it was the vaca- best vacation ever now let's never speak of it again yep <laughs> oh that's a great line so now we see roger myers jr has come to apologize for this to the simpsons just the and simpsons it, or everyone <laughs> no it's just the simpsons there and so he goes, as Roger Myers Jr., the owner of the park, I'd like to thank you for stopping the killer robots. And to show my appreciation, here are two free passes. Homer's like, but there are five of us. And, and Myers <laughs> like, have two free passes. That's better. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. Uh, yeah. God, Homer. He's so bad at negotiating. Yep. And so, uh, you know, Frank is looking uh, at a dead robot, and he's like, man, I can't imagine what, what's happening at Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land. And so we cut to Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land, and there's literally nobody there except for a ticket taker. And Euro Itchy and Scratchy Land is a parody of Disneyland Paris, which at the time was a failing theme park known as Euro Disney. Yep. Yeah, because uh, nobody nobody wanted Disney in Paris. France? Why are you going to France? Yeah. I mean, I guess the French hate everything. Yeah. Now, I guess, have you ever been to a theme park where something was done horribly wrong to you and they gave you free passes? Uh, not that I can think of. No, I know one of my friends was at uh, Six Flags when a roller coaster got stuck upside down or with them on it and they got like free passes for life. Oh, nice. But nothing like that ever happens to me. Which is weird because you have all the good luck. I don't know if that's considered good luck or not. <laughs> oh, when we were at, when my friends and I were at, uh, was it Universal? I can't remember if it was Universal or Disneyland. There was a roller coaster we were going to go on and it got stuck upside down. Like right when we got there, because it like they were going through a ride and it got stuck upside down. Huh. So we, we got spared from going on it. Um which is good, I guess, because then we didn't get stuck upside down. Uh, so uh, at Euro uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land, there's one French ticket operator who's talking to no one. And he's like, I need the money. He's talking my last to himself. Pay- yeah, he's talking to himself. He's like, he's, he's like, my last paycheck bounced yeah. and my children need wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there's literally, I love how, like, they have a sign in French that says, like, what rides are out of order that day. Yeah. All of them. Uh, that was None a great touch. I feel like None they should them. all be in order if no one's riding them. Great. Uh, so now uh, we go back to the Simpsons house where Bart and Lisa are laughing at an itchy and scratchy cartoon. And Marge is like, well, I hope you realize that when violence happens to them, it's not as funny as what they see on TV. <laughs> and Bart is like, it would be funny to someone who is watching us. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, and Marge is like, Arr. and Lisa says that Bart is right and throws her shoe at Bart. And Marge laughs at it. <laughs> and Marge is like, ha, ha, ha. wait, I'm laughing. Lisa, go to your room. <laughs> nice. And that is the end of our episode. God, I love this episode. Definitely uh, a five for me. Everything's coming up Millhouse. I mean, really... Really, the only thing that if I could have a distaste for anything this episode was just the getting there part. Like, <laughs> I just, I it kind of irks me that they drove for 
thousands but that's the, of miles. But that's the joke. I mean, maybe if it was... I Okay, look. I think I would have liked it more if it had some take on the Chevy Chase vacation movie. Eh. Like, if there were small things that happened on the way to... Like, they went to Wally World and antics happened. Like, if there were small things that happened to The Simpsons on the way to Itchy and Scratchy Land, just like that movie... I think I would have liked it more than what they did. But the flickies thing, the, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like that of, of everything in this episode, that's the only thing that kind of irked me. Other than that, from front to back. Amazing. I, I love be, I love the parody to Disneyland with itchy and scratchy. Um, I mean, obviously it was random grand opening weekend, but that being said, <laughs> It was still good. I wish the Simpsons would take another vacation back there, but unfortunately, I don't think they ever do. Well, the the park is probably closed because, you know, murderous robots. Oh, they can't have a part two, like the Lost World Jurassic Park, <laughs> where the robots are running amok on the island and... No, they killed all the robots. Oh, did they? Well, yeah. then why can't they reopen if they killed all the robots? Because they're going to make new robots. Oh, and then those robots will attack all the people? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought maybe Frank would figure that out. And, no. And make it's chaos theory. Oh. Chaos theory. Or maybe everyone's animatronic. Or not animatronic. Maybe everyone's mascotted, and that way no one could kill anyone. Yeah, because mascots can't get, like, pushed around too much to the point that they're going to murder guests. Uh, nope, they just throw them in a bunker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really love this episode. Uh, it's a five for me as well. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. I I say nothing can possibly go wrong almost on a daily basis because that's like the one line that's always stuck with me through any Simpsons episode. Yep. I don't know why, but it, it does. The movie references are great. I love the fact that they make fun of, you know, Disney and Walt Disneyland or Walt, Disneyland and World and Walt Disney and they, they call them out for being a Nazi and uh it, that's that's great i don't have the same qualm with you as the the road trip to get there because that's what it is it's a road trip they over exaggerated for comedic effect i know but it's... like i like i i get that man i've taken plenty of like I, I drove down to florida three straight years for cruises like like i get it you want to take a shortcut you want to you want to stop for food and you don't stop for food like I, I liked it. This is a great episode. My 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 only lingering question uh, is what happened to, to Santa's little helper in Snowball? <laughs> well, no, they obviously survived. I feel like we would have gotten back to the Simpsons house and they would have been dead. <laughs> Surprising Grandpa wasn't there. Well, we don't know how much later they... Them yeah, being how the long house. were they on this vacation? <laughs> like, well, week, two days, day, three hours... Who knows how long they spent at Digi and Scratchy Land? I'm just glad that it was a, a thorough A line, A storyline with kind. Of, I mean, it was it was like all together with like bits and random pieces of like you see Marge and Homer's day, you see Lisa and Bart's day. Well, they start together. It was kind of like us going to Six yeah. Flags. We start with mom and dad, or well, not dad. We start with mom for the first half of the day, and then we're like, yeah. bye. Yeah. And go ride our own rides after the fact. So Well, Dad would come with us. He just wouldn't go on any of the roller coasters. Yeah. Because he didn't like roller coasters. Yep. All right. Plus, Mom, Mom probably forced him to come. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's finish it off with our character profile this week. 
And this week we have the uh, horrible, <laughs> horrible Roger Meyer Sr. Uh, his identity, founder of Itchy and Scratchy International, disputed creator of Itchy and Scratchy cartoon characters. Yep. Stars in the Roger Meyer story, which calls him a quote unquote gentle genius and beloved by the world. <laughs> uh, cheap, cheap successes, the Itchy and Scratchy show, full length musical Scratch Tasia, the wildly successful Pinicchio. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Pinicchio. And criticized for the controversial 1938 cartoon. Nazi supermen are our superiors. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. God, that's horrible. Oh. All right, guys. Well, uh, this has been fun. Absolutely love this episode. So uh, come find us on our social media. You can just head over to Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, you can find all our content on there. Um, you can head over to YouTube, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, listen to all of our back episodes on there. People have been really starting to dig all of our uh, YouTube stuff. So. Keep it going. Our numbers have been going up on there. Slightly less on the subscribers. So if you are watching on there, because we're getting probably a good like 600 uh, listens per week, which is amazing. But I just want to see those subscribers. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Um, Head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons did it. As you know, a couple weeks ago, we gave away awesome Simpsons did it. uh, Not Simpsons did it. A Simpsons glow in the dark puzzle um to someone and they won and i sent them their uh puzzle and they absolutely loved it um so if you guys want more prizes in the future and more uh merchandise uh just donate it donate us some money 5 10 15 whatever you see fit and uh we can do those giveaways again um so until next time i'm steven skolanski and i'm robert skolanski and this has been the simpsons did it Shh. 